Hey, everybody. Hey, hey, hey. Um, I'm Alden. And I'm Damani. And this is another episode of Best Friend Pop. Welcome back to your sometimes dose of friendship, your every now and then dose of drunkenness, and your always dose of some bullshit. Um, I'm Alden. And we already did that. Did we? Oh my god. <laughs> Oops. We already did that. You can tell how long it's been. I'm so sorry, y'all. It's been a literally two months since we recorded but things have been happening here so things have been happening here that we you know our lives have been in disarray a little bit and we have some things going on personally that we haven't just had the opportunity to record so we apologize but we are back and we've missed you guys so we hope that y'all haven't written us out and unsubscribed Cause if you have, go ahead and resubscribe. Get your ass in line. Anyway, how have you been, friend, during these past couple months? Girl, I'm here. Like Tisha Campbell, I'm still here. Same sis. Um, yeah, nothing's been going on with me. Same old, same old. Um, anything that's been going on in the media lately that you wanna? chat to the people about give your perspective one before we dive right into our conversation for the day um you know <sighs> i was gonna say something that I just shouldn't say but let's talk about how white women are trash this little boy can sit here and say honestly that he does not forgive this woman for accusing him of sexual assault at nine years old. At nine years old. Yet, it be niggas on Twitter every day caping for these white hoes. Why are y'all sitting here even giving fucking yes jewels a chance to goddamn breathe? Fuck that bitch. Why? Grown ass black men still supporting her. But a nine year old can see clearly that the white woman is the devil. Yikes. Um, Yeah, that was pretty fucked up. That white lady like, and even after seeing the video, she still wanted to press charges against him. And she's trash and bitch. I hope everywhere you go, they beat your ass to the fucking white meat. I'm talking the about the whitest of the white meat. Child. Beat your ass the fuck down every time you get on the fucking MTA. They dragging your ass from mm-hmm. here to motherfucking Harlem. I want them to beat your ass at every bodega you step into. They over here throwing fucking burgers at you, throwing fucking <laughs> stuff. All the motherfucking chopped cheese is at your motherfucking forehead. What burgers? I was thinking of chopped cheese and I said burgers. But I want your ass, your life to be a living hell because you are so fucked up. You really thought a nine-year-old wanted to grab your flat, white, lanky ass? You dirty, white, funky ass? You dirty, white bitch. You need your ass beat from here to yonder. And I pray that New Yorkers beat your ass every time they see you. You gotta move to the middle of Whitesville. I don't want to see you, hear from you ever again. I don't give a damn about your apology. Yo, yo entitled ass thought you was on to something. And you over here trying to threaten them, talking about you a police officer. Bitch, bitch. fuck you. Fuck you. That's and, all the more reason you need your ass beat. Right. And your ass need to go to jail for impersonating a police officer and filing a false police report. Your ass need to go to motherfucking jail. And all you niggas, I'm not niggas, all you white women calling the police on black people for doing regular ass things like that bitch following that man in his apartment complex. All y'all need to go to jail for wasting fucking taxpayers money for having police to come out checking black people for basic things. Black people are living their fucking lives and and you're calling the the police on them. Inviting yourselves into their communities 
nobody invited you there and then getting mad at them for being in places that they have been for years for centuries and doing the same thing they have been doing for years for nobody existing. no you are calling the police on black people for doing basic ass shit keep your ass in your white side of town don't bring your ass in these black parts because you want some cheap ass rent and some cool places to eat keep your ass where the fuck you at because if you cannot handle people for doing the basic things that they do every day and you're calling the police on them like for being you're call, it was a white woman living in fucking um washington heights calling the police on hispanics for being like outside in the streets and stuff like that like bitch you new to this part of town like do not call the police on basic shit take keep your ass in the areas where you're safe and people are like you stay your ass in white areas do not bring your ass to these new areas because you think it's hip and you want some cheaper rent take your ass back to where the fuck you came from and on that note i'm gonna say this if you live in georgia you need to vote. I do not care what like your ideologies are. You need to take your ass to go fucking vote. There's over 103,000 people that have been purged from from the um, voter registration because they did not vote in the last election. And there have been people purged because they have their names hyphenated or typically black names, especially the Hispanics. Y'all got a lot of hyphens in y'all names too. Mm-hmm. All y'all need to go and motherfucking vote. And you need to exercise your right to vote because Brian Kemp is trying to get all y'all motherfuckers out of here, especially if you're Hispanic. View for Highway, I'm talking to you. Take your ass to motherfucking vote because if not, he's talking about he's having a bus to round all you motherfuckers up and take you back where you came from. I mean, if you're illegal, obviously you can't vote. But those of you that are legal and you don't want things like this to happen, take your ass to fucking vote and just do it. Like, the polls are open all week up until November the 6th, that's election day, and you are able to vote on a Saturday, next Saturday the 27th, if you're unable to go during the week, take your ass, it shouldn't take you that long, and just exercise your right to vote and help flip Georgia blue finally, and you know, that's all I gotta fucking say, and white women, just stop being fucking terrible. Yeah, white, I'm just so... Yeah, so on that note, we'll be back with the motherfucking bird chat. Damn, bitch. I'm so sleepy. (laughs) All right, we'll be back with the bird chat. (laughs) And we're back with the bird chat. So, this episode. I'm used to saying this week, (laughs) (laughs) but who's who's to know when we'll be talking to you guys again? Again. All right. So this episode, we decided to talk about just life myths that we were, you know, taught to believe were true growing up. And now that we are um, like adult like figures and shit, we realize that, mm hmm. You know, maybe those myths don't hold much truth. Um, so. Yeah, go ahead. You start. Okay. So, there's this myth that I've noticed. A lot of entrepreneurs, creatives, um, they, they just tend to believe. You see it a lot, this um, 9 to 5 versus the... Working for yourself. The, yeah, that one. Working for yourself or whatever, you know, just versus structure and not structure as far as working, your income, whatever. Um, and then you also, there's also this myth that you have to struggle in some, some sort of way to be entitled to success. And I've learned that both are not what I thought they were when I was younger. Um, a lot of bullshit comes with both of those types of thinking. Um, so here's the thing. You see a lot of people get into it about like whether a, a nine to five works for them or not and blah, blah, blah. 
you know, do what works for you. Creatives and entrepreneurs, a nine to five is not the devil. It really isn't. And I know that we've all heard these stories like, you know, the infamous Jerry Maguire move where he quits and, you know, just takes the fish out of the office and ask anybody if they're coming along and nobody leaves with him but his love interest and he goes on to be a successful sports manager for one of his clients and you know you hear that story all the time of the way I got to success was letting go of making someone else's dream come true and just working on mine and completely quitting my nine to five and making it happen. And for some people that works for them and that is okay. But for other people, it is okay to go to your nine to five and go the fuck home. And instead of having to figure out, hey, how am I going to not only make the money to be able to build my business, but then put money into marketing it and making sure that it you know, brings me some money back to me so I can invest in it again, even though I know the first year of a business normally is not the most profitable. It does sometimes make a lot more sense to, or is best for people to work their nine to five and take that good old money from somebody else's company or from somebody else's dream to put into your own. Let them do the footwork. You go clock in, clock out, and when you get that extra little money, instead of going out every weekend celebrating some shit that you don't have no reason to celebrate, put that into what you want to do. That's okay. And if you're doing that, you don't have to feel like a failure or like you're less entitled to success because you've decided that because I recently have talked to somebody and they were trying to make it seem like my decision to not want to be in New York and struggle and have to get help with simple shit like buying groceries or a means to get to work like it made me less entitled to having the things that I want for myself come to fruition because I chose stability and to be able to have the basic necessities and still do all of the things I enjoy doing with money left over from my nine to five. It's okay, you're not less entitled to it because you chose the a stable right or stable stability. And you're not like less entitled because you chose the path less known. But either way, you know, that is something as I got older, it's like you don't have to go through this whole struggle story to get what you want out of life and yeah I lived in an apartment with five roommates and ain't nothing but beans until I was able to make my startup successful you don't have to do that and it's okay and also I feel as though like another thing is like I'll this is gonna sound so rude but all of you are not meant to be entrepreneurs you're just not I see so many people like oh I can't work no nine to five I need to work for myself but some of you need to work for yourself like the business ideas that you have are not profitable and you don't have the work work ethic to actually be an entrepreneur you don't have the mindset and you just don't like it's it's just not a good idea. You need you need to be working. <laughs> Could you? I just imagine somebody trying to tell you about their business, and you're like, it's just not a good idea. It's not a good idea. You should you really should think about working for someone else. Like okay. you really should. Let me tell you when you should really decide it's time to work for somebody else. If you start a business. And you try to tell people about your business and they clearly (laughs) not understand what exactly your business is. You need to let it go. If, If you cannot effectively communicate what your product is, how you're making revenue, what industry you're in. It's like the only thing you have is the LLC or the trademark or the copyright. And nothing after that, you need to let it go. 
and it's just it bothers me because I, it's I think it's we're just in this generation where everybody just feels like they just everybody wants to be a boss like I'm a boss like I want to be I, I want to be this person and I want to be the this of this and it's like that's fine and if you actually have the mindset and the work ethic to get there that's great but also, I feel like a lot of people put in their heads that they're a boss and an entrepreneur and try to talk down on other people that work for other people because they feel as though, oh, because I have my own business or I'm planning to work for myself that I'm better. I'm better than you because you work for somebody else and you're helping to make somebody else rich. I can never be seeing here making somebody else rich. That's fine. If that's that's fine. But let's not forget businesses are not always viable like your business can come crashing down as quick as you can build that bitch up as quick as it can come the fuck down and not all of you are meant to be business owners and all of your businesses are not going to make you rich you are not about to be nobody's Jeff Bezos nobody nobody's fucking Bill Gates hell damn we just got y'all y'all said I, hold up I could imagine somebody listening to this and being like this is not the shit I need this is the last shit I need right now look I I'm sorry to somebody needs to hear this and be told that none of my dreams somebody needs true. to hear this quit your business go p- apply for a damn job but somebody <laughs> need to hear this and it's like uh, and also to talk about the struggle concept it's like I get it people want to put all of their time money and resources into a business that they're building that's great but for you to say that people aren't grinding or working hard enough because like oh you're you're miss you're miss you're not missing out on sleep and while you sleep I'm up yeah because somebody has to put away the boxes somebody got to work that warehouse job and it ain't my black ass I'm getting off work at five o'clock and you going to work at midnight of course you're going to be up all damn night so it's like I don't get why people have to talk down on other people and be like team no sleep uh yeah because if you don't work multiple (laughs) jobs your ass is going to be broke some people can work one job and and have the bare necessities of course you're not going to sleep you got three jobs that pay $7.25 an hour And it's just like, I don't get the whole idea of talking down on other people and like this whole, this day and age where people feel as though if you're not working for yourself, then you're not successful. And I don't, I don't understand that. And I don't get the people that place a monetary value. It makes me believe that you don't really have a passion in what you're doing at all like I work in nonprofit. I know for a fact that I'm not going to be rich unless I have like I do something outside of nonprofit. but I didn't go into nonprofit work because I was expecting to get rich I went into nonprofit work because I wanted to help people that looked like me that didn't have the resources that I had so like for me to be like I, I'm not going to look down on anybody for whatever job they decide to do because you're going to do your job but I'm not going to talk down on you be like oh I went to college I don't know how you niggas can sit up here and like I don't know how y'all do that 9 to 5 right. shit I, like no I, I know people that talk down on people that went to college and like right and place so much emphasis on the fact that they struggle to get to where they are and like or place so much emphasis on the fact that like oh your parents helped you out so like we don't look at you as like as successful because your parents led you along the way like damn like did your mom just hand you a bologna sandwich and kick you out at graduation like I'm so sorry that your parents do not love you that they will not support your dreams like I don't believe in that oh I need to struggle in order to make it in life I will never allow my child to struggle to to see the idea of them being successful that's dumb as hell to me if I have the resources why not be able to provide that for my child and get them to the next level that they want to be and I only see this in the black community because white communities mm-hmm. their kids they be giving them kids whatever the fuck they ask for be owning homes and At while fucking- we in college trying to figure out what's going on with financial aid so we can be in these damn dorms or or getting apartments on our own and shit. Their parents own condos or a home somewhere, let their kids stay there, or renting them out for Airbnbs or whatever. 
So when they when their kids talk about some, oh, I'm gonna take a year off and just travel around the country and hike, they got somewhere that they can lay their head. Absolutely, and they have they have the opportunity to and like receive or inherit all of their the work that their parents and grandparents and whoever have passed down from generation to generation. It's only black communities that's like, oh well, you you grown now, get your ass out there and figure shit out on your own, like. It's people out here, 18, 19, struggling. You haven't, you working two jobs just to have an apartment. Why do that? Your ass is supposed to be like planning for your future and your parents got you out here struggling to make ends meet. Like you working a full-time job in college and struggling to get your damn homework done, but you got to work because you got to pay, pay bills on a fucking apartment. Like that is not like. Let me make a disclaimer that for those of you that have gone through this, we're not making any attempt to complete shit on your parents and their efforts because a lot of times parents do better than what they experience that's true or sometimes a lot of times parents feel like they want to avoid having kids that are entitled and they want their kids to have um, a sense of work ethic and character and that's under and that's understood too however whatever it may be nobody needs to be looking down on the other person because of their differences between how they were raised. I agree. I'm not trying to say like your parents are like terrible, but for you to put it was this kind as, of coming off as your No, because I don't like that idea of like, oh well your parent your parents babied you because your right. your mama let you stay in the house till you was twenty five and it's just like damn my mama just loved me she yeah. wanted to make sure I was like financially wanna... secure before I she just throw me out of the house so I won't have to come back it's just like I don't believe in the cycle of trauma like I think it's so right it's like in the black community it's just like oh we have to struggle in order to make it and I don't believe in that I don't think that that's feasible I don't think that's smart at all like we shouldn't have to struggle if I have the resources why should I not be able to help help my friend or help my child in order to get them That's to where the they want to be and I don't get a, a lot of a lot of things too is like this whole idea of like oh if I make it like I'm not putting nobody else on like I hate people like that why are you so hesitant to share resources like if I have something mm-hmm. I'm going to make sure that you can have it too like I don't because care if what's yours is yours me telling you me telling you my resource is not gonna take away from what is already mine. I feel like there's room for everybody to do anything they choose to do. Because your gifts are are your gifts. Somebody can have the same resources as you. They can and, and just completely fumble with them. Like It's like yeah, there's no a cra- crabs in a barrel in a way. Is, yeah. Is what it is. Honestly, and it just bothers me, but I mean, I just think like that's just another thing, like another myth is just like, oh, I have to, like that I had this idea is like, oh, I have to work like this hard or double the amount just in order to like get the bare minimum. And it's just like, I didn't, I didn't see that. Like, hell no, I'm not doing all this work to get to basically receive nothing in return. Right. And, I feel as though we shouldn't have to either. And I don't know. That shit just really bothers me. I just could not do that shit. I would really like, I would be one of them white kids ready to kill my parents if I'm about to put me out of the <laughs> Blow this bitch up. You got me fucked up. <laughs> bitch, I ain't going nowhere. I ain't got no type of money saved where I'm going to go. I ain't got no job. You want me to go have, find an apartment with what credit? I don't have no credit, no job, no nothing. And it's like, why are you putting an age legally that is the age, but mentally and everything you're people are not that mature at 18 and be doing shit on their own why like what is this magic like 18 is just a magic age honestly are you fucking kidding me at 18 i was green as hell girl i could the money my mom was sending to me at college at 18, I was spending that on to go to the club. I, if I had to have an apartment, oh my God, there's no way in hell I would have been out here having no damn apartment at 18. Like, fuck no. 
girl. But everybody's path is different. And I just feel like. You know what? Everyone's path is different. And a lot of you should just mind your motherfucking goddamn business. I feel. Yeah, I agree. Because I feel as though. The myth is like everybody has to go in like everybody should not be working for everybody should be working for themselves and everybody should be should be busting their ass to get to generate their own revenue for themselves. But like you have to realize that everybody's not meant to be a boss. Let people do their journey on their own. Some people like working under other people like me. Security. Yes, I like the sense of security. I like working for a company. Responsibility. Exactly. And a lot of people, I think another myth with like adulthood that like we are kind of blind, that I've been blinded to, or not I myself, but a lot of people have been blinded to is just like, oh, when you're an entrepreneur, like you can take off whenever you want and like you gonna have people working under you and you ain't never gonna have to do no work yourself. You just gonna be racking in the checks and that's just unrealistic as hell. And a lot of people think like that, like, oh, I'm gonna start my business and I'm never gonna have to. And though it does work for some people, but I feel like it's an unrealistic expectation for people to feel as though they're starting a business and soon they'll they'll be just so wealthy to the point where they don't have to like they're gonna have people working under them and they're just gonna be on vacation all the time racking in money like no that's unrealistic as hell I remember when I was younger um my dad had gotten into it with one of his supervisors and basically his supervisor was saying something along the lines of like my dad works for the company or whatever Mm -hmm. works for them and my dad was like you know let me make something clear I don't work for anybody I work for myself and I work for my family I don't have any loyalty to a company like well he didn't tell the his boss he didn't have loyalty to a company but he was just making it clear like don't try to send me I don't work for you I come to work every day for my family and for my kids and for a lot of people like that is bossing up being able to maybe sacrifice doing things that you you do love to do and you are passionate about to make sure that you know the people that you love are well taken care of so people go go in on people that aren't like seeking you know entrepreneurial paths and and making it seem like oh that's the only way to be a boss and it's like it'd be the same people that maybe don't take time to that wouldn't sacrifice things to make sure that the other people around them are okay to me that's that's a boss that's moved to be able to say like I don't care what company I work for at the end of the day I'm gonna make sure when I'm working like I get up every day to make sure that this set of people are set because they depend on like that's a boss mentality as well because there are a lot of people that aren't willing to that that if you had to depend on them for stability they can't even get up and go to work and make a way for their damn selves let alone somebody else that's true. I never even thought about it like that. And that's a good segue to like talk about it is like the idea of like what a boss is. Like it's just always been like this myth is just like a boss. It's just someone that like has people working under them and like is making this amount of money. And it's just like you can be a boss in multiple avenues and like mm-hmm. in various of ways. And I think like people have Put, try to put a box on so many different things when it comes to adulthood, especially when it comes to career paths, etc. That they don't like, they don't really realize that it's so many ways that people can be successful. It's not this only one boxed way, and your idea of success can is not always going to be equal to someone else's. But does that give you the right or like the? the authority to look down on somebody else because they're not on the same career path or they're not as successful as you are do you feel as though like like who who died and made you god bitch right exactly and also i just feel like if you can find a way like to me a boss is like like whether you're an entrepreneur or you work for somebody like just being able to make sacrifices like being able to have that willpower to say like you know what I really really want to do this 
but in the long run this is what's going to be like beneficial for my company or people that work under me or my family like you hear people like candy for instance talk about how like there have been certain things like I'm trying to think of this remember the specifics but I just remember her talking about how like it was a deal that probably would have worked out great for her but she had to think of how she was gonna pay like cast members on this tour if she were to cancel something and just take that opportunity Mm -hmm. or you know being able to tell her how she's gonna tell her staff like you know I'm gonna be taking another opportunity I can't do a b c and d like you know just being able to make sacrifices like that or even your parents again like being able to you think you have parents that may be doing something they just completely hate like and they're probably like do you think I wanted to do this but I have to decide that I'm gonna get up or maybe I'm not gonna take that vacation I really want to because I need to put in time so I can be promoted so that my kids can have the things that they want to have like I admire people I think being a boss is making sacrifices I also think being a boss is if you really like the only time I kind of been like or I'll say this for myself like and anybody else that I know that I know has like just a passion that if you talk to them like for five minutes like you know you automatically know what they love and what they're about right like there are people like that and I get disappointed when and I would be very disappointed in myself if I gave up on the idea of finding a way to do the things that you love whether it's for monetary purposes or just for yourself like my mom she's a therapist but in her free time she paints like that's all she does it'll be very disappointing for me one day my mom don't make money from painting to just see her go home and in her free time she's not painting Mm -hmm. like I don't know like that would just be really weird to me or people that we talk about people oh soundcloud rapper this this and that but if music is your thing it's so many things you can write music you can produce music whatever you can still go to work and like work on that when you get home to turn parlay into a career or work on it because you love it but when people let something that's that's like a passion that burns like this this undying flame and then you see that kind of die out in people because this thought this like thing of reality that we're told as we get older kind of blows it out it's sad it's like damn and that's another myth that I wanted to talk about too it's just like growing up I just had this idea or like we were just being told like you grow up you choose a career and then you just do that career till you retire and then die but it's like the real world is not like that there's people that change their careers multiple times throughout their lives go back to school whenever and I just feel like you don't have to be put into this box like you went for something specific to you went to school for something specific and you may not be interested in that anymore like it's not necessary for you to continue to do that for the sake of oh I got my degree in this so I might as well continue no if you want to go back and get another degree in something else you can or if you decide to like start doing train um getting certifications in something else because because of you want to change eventually change career paths and do it there's people that change their career paths at 50 it's just like I feel as though like with adulthood it was just like this idea of like oh well you chose you wanted to be a doctor you went to med school you're a doctor like now it's like what you want to do but then it's like because I know people that have like gone to med school or gone to nursing school and then they ended up hating that shit but like they already have these credentials and they just went through with it but they hate it And it's like, do you could stick with something for the sake of you already put your mind to it that you're going to do it? Or do you go ahead with your passion? And I feel like a lot of people end up losing their passion for the sake of like just life, like life happens and or they're afraid to take risks. And I just feel as though like life shouldn't be like that. And 
I mean, hell, in five years, if I want to go get another motherfucking degree, I will. Or I want to get a certification in something else, I will. But I don't feel as though, like, I'm stuck in this nonprofit world forever. I mean, I love it. It's my passion. But, like, if I develop a new passion, like, does that make everything that I've done in, um, in the past, like, does is it all in vain? No. That's the most, to me, and you talk to people and they get so, like scared and sad about getting older and I think I get so excited about getting older because that's the exciting thing about life is like some change like that you can all as long as I'm living I can always change and I can always like right my wrongs or like go back to that thing that I gave up on or you know uh, getting excited about ooh, like what's the what's that next big thing I'm gonna be skilled at that I don't even know is possible for me to be skilled at by this time like what am I gonna surprise myself with at this time what's gonna be that one thing that sparks like the light bulb for me and it's like hmm, let me try this and see how this works for me like that's really exciting about life and I feel sad when people feel like they have to be boxed in because I'm like every day that you live you can be learning something new you can do something new you can you can create a new interest find a new hobby career path whatever but life does not have to be so like one path Mm -hmm. it can be exciting and you know like a like having mental vacations or something I don't know but like doesn't have to be so boring and blah and like stuck to like you signed this contract to doing one thing or being one type of person for the rest of your life even not saying you like to like you can reinvent yourself hell if you want to like that's a cool thing like right now i'm i am a i'm a chunky monkey Okay, bitch. Well, let me tell you what the fuck are you talking <laughs> let me about. Tell you something. Let me tell you what I'm excited about. That every day that I live, it's a possibility that I can go back to being fine like wine. Now, have I done anything to make that happen? No. But every day that I get a chance to live, do I have the opportunity to make that happen? Yes, and that's exciting. That's just an example. I'm just saying. Okay, ignore like, Damani. She's on no, track. <laughs> I am, I'm on to something though. Like, like just no. Every, I feel you though. Like you know, or being like, okay, I get these random moments where it'll be like, I want to read a book, and I get halfway through that book, and I'll be like, fuck this book. I want to do something else. But every time I get a chance to wake up and live. I can go back and finish reading that book and be enlightened in a new way from that book than I was when I first picked it up and forever you know change like every time you learn something new there's like a new crinkly line that's added to your brain you know that our brains are changing every day we can too people that's okay. what I'm saying. Life is just so exciting in that way that as you get older, you don't know. And I was watching like a clip of one of my friends like videos. She was kind of talking about how like we envision our future right now. Right. Mm-hmm. And what we see ourselves doing and what we want out of life. And spiritually, I think of this, but like not even spiritually, she broke it down like scientifically, like the the crazy thing is what we even fathom for ourselves in the future our mind cannot eat it's impossible for it to show us how dope we can possibly be because it hasn't even learned those things yet that our brain hasn't even learned those things that are going to make us that dope person we aspire to see ourselves be we're probably going to end up being doper than we could even imagine because our brains have not even you know lived what we are going to live by that time or learn the things that we are going to that we're going to learn or seen the things that we're going to see or been the places we are going to be but if you get so caught up in the this is how it's supposed to be straight and arrow I signed off to being this type of person having this career that that possibility kind of goes out the window because you're 
a hamster in a wheel at that point. I agree. And I'll say my last sentiments on this um, on this conversation. I just I agree with Damani and like I just feel as though the way that we have been raised and like taught in school, like of what life is supposed to be is like life isn't like that. The world is always changing and you can create the life, the ideal life that you want for yourself. Like don't let people put you into a box and say like, oh, well, you have to be an entrepreneur or oh, if you're not struggling to get to where you need to be, then like all that work is in vain or you're not really a a boss or whatever or if you work a nine to five, you're lazy and whatever, what people might say, like, do what makes you happy and don't allow like these myths and these ideals that people have, like these stereotypes that people have put out into the world that you have to follow that path because everybody's path and everybody's direction is different. And I feel as though as long as you are truly satisfied and fulfilling your passion and following your dreams, that anything anybody else has to say shouldn't matter. All of that is just noise. And this these ideals or myths about how life should be is just complete and utter bullshit. So follow your dreams, be successful in your own right, and don't allow anybody to really take that away from you. Anything you gotta say? Yeah, a couple things. Okay. Um, it's gonna be a little inspiration mixed with some shade. Um, so your purpose, if you know your purpose, you are set and a lot of people don't know it but again you have time to learn it and as long as you're open-minded you are bound to find that purpose okay so I mean don't freak out you feel I don't know my purpose whatever whatever you have life to live you are blessed with another day to live and figure it out okay purpose is like that destination however you get there some people may need the nine to five to get there some people may need to say fuck that nine to five to get there as long as you're getting there and you're on your way there it doesn't really matter that's number one two creatives and entrepreneurs i've noticed a trend i've noticed a trend and i would just like to say Clout chasing is not a form of work ethic. Name dropping is not a resume. Clout chasing and name dropping is not a replacement for putting in the work. Doesn't matter how many photo ops you have. If your work is not visible itself, and up to par and does not speak for itself and your brand is dusty doesn't matter whose brand is so bomb that photo op doesn't matter whose brand is so bomb once you name drop if we google your name and your shit sucks the clout chasing and the name dropping is in vain Mm. one last little petty note also if you have a business and you give people your business like website and it's not (laughs) non-existent (laughs) maybe you shouldn't just do that because like and an error message comes up when you go to buy something I hate that just like give people your email Instagram, some type of social media. Stop giving people your website and you don't even own your domain. That's a mess. Stop posting promo videos and you ain't even paid the person that filmed the video. Oop. Talk about it. The hell's wrong with y'all? Pay people for their work. That's all I gotta say. Stop asking me to do anything for free. That's what I'm going to say. Going into 2019, um, can you know what, do you have advice for a blog? No. How do you edit your no? Leave me alone. 
all right and that's that on that we'll be back with the den Alright everybody, and we are back with The Den, where we discuss everything from the WB to the UPN. Okay, now you can talk. I can't believe you. Alright, this episode of The Den, we are doing no other than our favorite, Moesha. So this is season three, episode 14. Um, Dee's brother is in town, and um, though... The brother is in town. Dee and um, Frank are a little concerned for his pop-up as he has been all traveling all over the world. So the brother comes and basically reveals that the reason why he's in L.A. is he went to Tibet and found some wooden whatever that monks used to memorize all of this information. And he's starting a company that basically extracts all the vitamins from this little piece of wood and turns it into tablets so people could not forget basic things. Um, He rounds up Moesha and Moesha's friends to basically be the salesman for this product, but the gag is there is no damn product. So he has um, Andale having a little section of where the pills will be and Moesha, Hakeem, Nisi, and Kim are selling these pills but have no product. So they're out here collecting, having clients, but still no damn product. Moesha's the only one that's getting paid, and her friends are not. And it's been weeks at this point. Hakeem has sold like 50 units. Kim has sold like 35. Nisi ain't sold shit, but... I don't blame her because, girl, I ain't getting no motherfucking money for selling shit. So, where my motherfucking money at? So, everybody starts asking questions like, how am I going to sell this shit when I don't even have no product? And I think they were called Unforgettables, right? Mm-hmm. So, everybody's just asking where the fucking vitamins at. And he's like, oh, we're ha-. he's got excuse after excuse. Oh, something's going on with the plant. Something's going on with this. And Moesha's not really seeing that he's scamming them. But D is. D is like, he doesn't have his life plan in order. But one thing that Frank said to D was that her idea of what his life should look like doesn't match up to like his plans for himself. And she should be more supportive of his dreams and his ideas. Um, therefore, it will help him become more successful, etc. So that, I mean, that goes back to kind of what we talked about earlier um, with like people having this myth of what life should look like because the brother worked for like IBM and was working in IT. And she's like, why would you quit your job in order to embark on like this journey of selling some fucking vitamins that you're not even sure will be successful? And essentially it wasn't successful because he ended up leaving and talking about he gonna be back in a week he he didn't show up after a month and Moesha had to give them niggas their money but kind of what we talked about earlier where people have this idea of what life should be like and the path that we're supposed to follow and how we're supposed to like how how our careers are supposed to look and follow down this path and it's essentially never too late to change your what you want to do and it also follows back to what I said earlier all of y'all niggas ain't meant to be entrepreneurs mm-hmm. Because that nigga didn't know what he was doing. At all. Didn't even know. They asked him, so what is your marketing plan? I'm just going to sell it. It sells itself. Uh, nigga, did you think about this? Did you at least write some shit down? Right. (laughs) That's the first step. Write it down. Who's your audience? He had no idea. He was really just talking out his ass, but... Moesha being a young, dumb teen and wanted a damn CD player. Her ass was just going along with whatever this nigga said. And it worked to his benefit because she was scamming the fuck out of people for him. But in reality, I mean, from what we said earlier, I mean, it's definitely okay at any point in time. You feel like your your career is just not going to where you want it to be. You're not passionate about it anymore. And you want to up and change 
what you're doing, that's fine. But also remember, like, is this really what you're supposed to be doing? Are you gonna actually going to be successful about <laughs> with this? Like, do you actually have a business plan, a business model? Like, do you have things planned out to the point where you can be successful? Or are you just saying you want to be an entrepreneur for the sake of not having to work for nobody else? Can you actually profit off of your ideas? Um, yeah, so if not, then don't be a scammer like Dee's brother. And don't be unprepared. Like, yeah, like, write the shit down. Back then, they didn't have resources like YouTube and podcasts and all that. But if you know that you're not the most business-minded person, but you really want to start this business, YouTube and Google are great, um, are great, you know, tools to use. I'm sure everybody knows one person that at least that has some sort of business or LLC. Use use the people around you. Use somebody before you just jump into some stuff. Say, I'm starting a business tomorrow and I'm going, I got this great idea. Just go with it. It's okay to take time to prepare. Absolutely. And on that note, um, that has been episode 21 of 21. <laughs> Remember that video? <laughs> What was I think he said? What's nine? What's eleven plus nine? He was like twenty-one. <laughs> um, that has been another episode of Best Friend Pod. Hopefully, we'll be more consistent for you guys. Make sure to always join the hash um, the conversation on Twitter at Best Friend Pod hashtag Best Friend Pod. That's B E S T F R E N P O D. You can always email us your questions or DM us. We're on Instagram, Twitter, etc. And you can listen to us everywhere where podcasts are hosted. And you got anything else to add? Mm mm, child. Mm mm. Just mm mm. All right, we will catch you guys the next episode. Bye. Stop asking me to do shit for free. All right, bye. <laughs>